Welcome back, Day Drinking with Dog. It is a beautiful March day, the 7th of March, 2023. My favorite month of the year is my first show of March this year. Uh, not only do we have my birthday, it is my birthday month, but, uh, you know, we got the good stuff, the good weather, baseball's coming back, NCAAs, um, and of course, none other than St. Patrick's Day and the 31st St. Patrick's Day Parade. And I am gladly joined by Mr. Michael McCabe. Mike, thanks for coming on the show. Sure, sure. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you are uh, pretty much the guy now in charge of this. Yeah, I was, uh, well, last year um, I was uh, very happily starting to give away all my responsibilities at the Irish Club. <laughs> and um, and uh, back in last January, uh, as you know, Marty and Linda Hardiman ran the, um, ran the parade for decades and uh, Marty wasn't doing well. Linda wasn't doing well. Linda, Linda was taking care of Marty. And uh, they decided not to have it uh, again, which would have been the third parade canceled in, in a row. Because of COVID. COVID. Because of COVID. Yeah. And uh, the mayor came to me uh, in late January and basically said, Mike, we can't go three years without a parade. And so I said, fine, I'll do it this year. I'll do it for Marty and Linda. They can't handle it. Yeah. And I'll turn it right back over to them next year. And uh, so we, in 56 days, we put a parade on the street last year. And, uh, of course, as we all know, Marty passed away. Uh, it was uh, March 5th of uh, last year. And um, it, was a, it was a tough time for all of us, but obviously it was very tough on Linda. And um, we pulled off the parade. We gave Linda a spot in the parade and um, a, lot of, a lot of honors to, to Marty in the parade. And um, after after it was all dust settled down, uh, Linda called me up, took me over to the bank, and turned the bank account over to me. <laughs> and I said, "Okay, I guess that's it." <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. So now, now I'm uh, I'm in charge uh, for the for for now. <laughs> I'll yeah. put it that way. Right. <laughs> My wife was listening, so she yeah. Was. <laughs> well, you got well, you got it together great last year, and of course, like last year, like this year. There's always that pesky New England weather we have to deal with. Um, yes. We did postpone it last year by yes. a week. Yes. Um, and it turned out great the following week. So yeah, it was a good call good. last year. Yes. Uh, I just was checking my phone to see what my app said, uh, and it's 44, which is fine. I think 44 is fine. 40s is fine. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just a question of, right. and if it's, if if it's, it's raining rain in 40, snow, we're yeah. going to have the parade this yeah. coming Saturday. If it, some of the forecasts are calling for snow, We'll we'll have to wait and see, but we'll make that call tomorrow night. Do you okay, Wednesday so, night? Okay, yeah. so that's the cutoff date when you make. The we call? we have our meeting um, Wednesday night. We figure we make the decision that gives us two days. If we have to postpone, it gives us two days to right. get everything in place. Now I remember this is what like speaking of Marty, uh, you know, rest in peace, Marty. Uh, I remember you know this is my twenty fourth summer coming up at Stonebridge, and it was always Marty that week before you know coming in like we're we're a go we're a go you yeah. know or or shit we got to postpone it you yeah know? it's. It's uh, my, well, it was it was Marty and Linda's baby for all these years, and you know it was a, it's a labor of love. It's a labor of love for me. It was a labor of love for them, and uh, we're obviously happy to uh, have Linda as our grand marshal this year. That's that, right. I that was, was going to get to that. Yeah, yeah Linda, that, she was a, she was a unanimous choice of the committee. Uh, there was no 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 doubt that she deserved it, and she's happy to do it. 
and we had a nice reception for her uh, last month, uh, and um, she was very touched by the, the amount of people that came out to yeah. wish her well, and um, and so she'll be she'll be riding the parade uh, uh, if the weather's yeah. going. <laughs> Hopefully all the convertible tops are down. Yeah, you know, it's something that we talked pre-show a little bit about. And, you know, I, I'm not on the committee, so, you know, what do I know? But I do benefit greatly from the parade in my job. And that is maybe just doing a solid date the week after. I know this is nothing that we're going to discuss currently, but, you know, these are just my thoughts, not yours. Well, um, I mean, if it goes, this is my second year running it, and it's my second year where I have to worry about it. Right. Um, if, you know, so... I'm certainly if if we do have to postpone two years in a row, it's really something that the committee needs to consider. Yeah, um, yeah. We're traditionally the Saturday before. We're always the day before New Haven. That's yeah. been a tradition. Um, we also have to look at what other parades in the state are happening. Yeah, right. Um, right. So that we can make sure we get our pipe bands and our mm-hmm. you know our units that they're not marching someplace else. Right. So, um, but last year when we postponed, we only lost two units. Everybody. Everybody uh, came back. Yeah. We had a great parade last year, even though it was a week late. Yeah. I always feel like New Haven lucks out every year with the weather. Uh, not necessarily. They not? No? See, they don't postpone. They're too big to postpone. Yeah, they just got to uh, run with it. Yeah, they got to run with it, and they've had 20-degree weather. Mm. They've had downpours. Maybe um, that's why I'm confusing it, because I always know they. I've never seen it postponed before. But yeah, but that's, that's it. But it, it's in March, you can have a beautiful – you could have a 70-degree day right. I mean, in, a, in March. You, right. know, you just never know. Yeah. Now, this is Day Drinking with Dog. So when we were talking about coming on the show, uh, first of all, I want to shout out to our sponsor, uh, Proper Number 12. They have the new Irish Apple Whiskey that I'm going to actually try right now. This is I'm going to, in deference to the title, yeah, I got to you know, have a little you bit. got to try, you know. <laughs> it is day drinking. I don't always day drink, but there you are, right on camera, pouring it up. Beautiful. Now, this show will hopefully be downloaded on my YouTube channel. I have no internet access here to live stream it because the guy moved out from upstairs. And I'm waiting on uh, Comcast or somebody to get here and put my uh, cable in. Or my, uh, well, Slancha. Slancha. Oh, that's smooth. That is good. Yeah. That's better than the regular as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Nice. So, uh, Not yeah, too Ray, appley. Donated by uh, Ray Cruciani. Thanks, Happy Ray. Happy birthday, Ray. That was his birthday was yesterday. Happy! Oh, let's do some birthday shout-outs. Emily Blanchard's birthday was the fifth. Today is Karma Testies. All Stonebridge people. Uh-huh. We'll all be celebrated, and I'm the nineteenth. Oh no! Oh, Owen's birthday is the nineteenth. We share birthdays. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're the same oh, okay. birthday. Yeah. And of course, his twin sister Katie. I yeah. better say that. Too. Yep. Of course. Of course. It's I always call it summer loving. All these March <laughs> birthdays. <laughs> um, so getting back to it. So you have the Emerald Isle. Girl. Miss Emerald Isle. Miss, yes. Miss, Emerald Isle? Emerald Isle. Miss yeah, yeah, Emerald yeah. Isle. Yes. She's uh, Alana Finlayson. She's a junior over at Foreign High School. Oh, nice. Uh, and uh, her, her mom's been a, a good uh, member of the club and member of the committee. And uh, she's very excited about uh, doing this. Uh, the, girl, the girls that like to do this, the young ladies uh, that like to do this, they're very excited about it. They've grown up watching the parade and seeing the, 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 the women in the, in the convertibles and wearing their tiara and all. So... Uh, it's uh, something they've always aspired to. It's really, right. it's really neat to see. It's a, a resume builder too, I would think. Yes, right? yes, yeah. it, it definitely it's, is. And depending on what what your what your plan is, um, but also um, our our um, we have a lot of former Miss Emerald Isles, uh, led by Sarah Sagru, 
who they've really they basically say it's not a one day commitment it's a lifetime commitment and so all our former Miss Emeraldals are always invited back to participate some of them work on the committee now yep um, and uh, actually I, I set it up so that the former Miss Emeraldals now pick the new Miss Emeraldals oh. now is there been a so it's a 31st parade has it been 31 of them they started and actually it was called Miss Shamrock at the very okay. beginning, 1990. Yeah, I think that was from from the very beginning. And uh, actually, the the uh, Bridgeport Fairfield people have a Mister and Miss Shamrock, oh. and so they. I guess there was a trade name uh, controversy back then, and so so okay, we all just get along. <laughs> <laughs> well, Miss Emerlyle is a nice it is has not, a nice it, ring yeah, to it. It's a little yeah. Yeah, fancier, I guess. Yeah. Um, so talk a little bit about uh, IHS and you guys have obviously been ingrained in the Milford community for a long time, uh, always doing fundraisers and, you know, giving back to the community and in charge of this parade, of course, uh, that I so dearly have loved over the last 23 years. It's really, uh, it's one, a lot of people don't get it. Like it, it really helps the economy as well. Sure. Like there is so much money <laughs> changing hands that day. Yes. All downtown, you know, and I'm one that, you know, just being a bartender my whole life, it comes and goes. And I feel like, even in the restaurant community, like I feel like we're one of the biggest engines of economy moving, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I was so devastated when you know we had to shut down. I, I thought the restaurant shutting down, uh, you know, I get it at the time, but I thought that was that was really one of the biggest destroyers of the economy because I consider us, you know, blue collar. We work, we make decent money, and we spend it. Like, you know, I'm a little older now, a little wiser with my money, but I know that you know the new kids coming in, like. They get a little wad of cash and they're, you know, going out spending and, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I appreciate this parade. Uh, I, you know, I, I came in after it started, but you know, been seeing it for two thirds of its existence, you know, and I've never actually seen the parade. <laughs> I just see the people marching down the hill towards uh, Stonebridge's <laughs> patio and uh, oh, parade's over. Um, so explain a little bit, uh, the parade as far as uh, it starts at Wasson. It starts, so yeah, we, we stage it out up on uh, Wasson Field, the parking lot there and at Parsons. Uh, and then we, we come down West Main onto River Street. We pass the courthouse, go onto the railroad bridge, yeah. then take that right onto Broad Street. And then we uh, loop the green? Or? We don't loop the green. We go about halfway down the green. The reviewing stand is um, around um, Cody White oh, uh, okay. founders yeah. around yeah. there. And, um, and then we kind of just basically uh, disperse off into the green. Um, so that's, that's pretty much it. It gets a little longer every year. So, yeah. But um, that's more, basically, yeah. once you hit the reviewing stand, that's pretty much the end of the parade. It starts at 1, and I one usually o'clock. start seeing people at 2. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not a yeah. very long parade. Yeah, right. it's, it's a very short distance. Yeah. You know, that's why we do get a lot of kids because it's not – you know, it's not a three-mile parade or anything like that. Yeah. You know? I think one of my favorite things as a bartender is, like, everyone's Irish that day. Like, Bud Light drinkers yeah. are drinking Guinness, you know? Well, it's, uh, that's it. It's, 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 it's you know, kind of like... drinkers are drinking Jameson. It's yeah, just yeah. funny to see. It's like, you know, they're all eating corned beef Rubens. Like, yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, it's great. It's kind of like Cinco de Mayo, too. You know? Yeah, everybody, yeah, you're right, right. But right. margaritas. But, yeah, uh, yeah no, we, we, we love it. Obviously, we take advantage of it down at the Irish Club. Um, you know, both Parade Day and St. Patrick's Day, we're open to the public. Uh, we have uh, all Irish bands. We have two on Parade Day. We have three on St. Patrick's Day. Of course, 
St. Patrick's Day this year is a Friday. Yeah. So hopefully we'll, you know, everybody will have good crowds downtown right, right. and Devon. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, and I know also Dockside is having a big one of our sponsors. Dockside's having a big uh, to do. They have their corned beef pizza and and they have the pipe band down there and the dancers and all too. So what's your favorite Irish food? My favorite Irish food is probably bangers and mash. Yeah. Which is well, no. Put it this way: the Irish breakfast is really my favorite, which so that's a meal, uh, as opposed to food. I mean, it's the the Irish breakfast, big big Irish uh, fry, uh, with the eggs and the bacon and the and the tomatoes and the beans and the it's just uh, the blood pudding. Uh, you know, it's a cup of tea, and yeah. uh, it's uh, it's it's terrific. You don't need lunch. <laughs> I uh, I dated an Irish girl who was living in Ireland and went over to visit her. It was actually bunch of us not bunch but a few of us went over there was a wedding in Galway she lived in Dublin and you know one of those late flights we got there like five in the morning yeah. and her stepfather came and picked us up in this you know little car there's three of us in the car plus him so four and he's just weaving in and out of traffic on the other side of the road I'm like what the hell <laughs> we get back to her house and her mother made us traditional Irish breakfast right and Megan at the time she was like you, you might not like this and I had the what was it the blood Blood pudding, blood pudding, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> it's an acquired taste. Yo, definitely. it certainly is. Uh, so I stick to my standard, you know, corned beef. Uh, you know, I, bangers and mash is good too. Yeah, I don't mind. But corn corned beef technically is an American Irish Irish American okay. food. It's you don't see a lot of corned beef in Ireland. No, other than tourist traps. Oh yeah, um, it, it's basically there. They were more bacon. Uh, corned beef was kind of derivative of bacon and ham. It was the cheap cut of meat right. um, that the poor Irish Americans could afford. Right. So that's how corned beef oh, and cabbage. Okay. Oh, cabbage is very cheap, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, and you boil it all, you know. Easy to make. Easy to make. Yeah. And uh, so that's 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 the uh, derivative of, of the uh, the corned beef dinner. But, yeah, it's obviously it's, it's an Irish-American dish right. as opposed to an Irish dish. Um. One of the best things I ever had in Ireland was uh, a Guinness stew mm. at a little pub on the way to uh, the Cliffs of Moher. Mm. And, you know, there's a tour, but the bus stops, you know, it's all re- prearranged stuff. But uh, I've been there twice. I've been to Ireland twice, and I stopped at the same pub twice. And it was like, <laughs> this. it was just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I feel the food, like, I don't know, like, I just I feel it's a little. Li- so the first time I went was like six, seven years ago. And I was not impressed with the food at all. Mm-hmm. And then when we went back now four years ago, three, four years ago, it was before COVID, right before COVID. So 2019, we went back in like March. And the food was like a complete 180. It was, I don't know. Maybe I was just one of the right places. But well, it was that's phenomenal. also, it's it's part of, part of the influence of um, Ireland being in the European Union is that you've you've got people coming and going from Ireland throughout from throughout Europe right. and they're bringing in you know it's not just your sta- staple you know pubs right. you've got some great gourmet restaurants yeah, that's now what, that's what ended up happening and, we were and, in some really know, nice restaurants and and of course Ireland's an island so you've got yeah. tremendous seafood um, and and they've taken advantage of it the quality of food is has uh, really enhanced over the years especially last 10 years or so yeah whereas before it's not just fish and chips and right uh you know guinness and and uh and uh potatoes right um yeah it's it's great we had when i was in dublin we had a fantastic italian meal 
which was I, you know, it was our last dinner of of the week. Yeah, and so obviously we're tired of fish and chips, and of course. <laughs> so we had a great Italian meal. It was, it was actually called Little Caesars. Oh, yeah, nothing really? To, yeah. Nothing to do with, with the uh, yeah. with the pizza. It's a lovely place, chain but, around. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I just drove by one of those in Bridgeport. I'm like, there's there's actually one of these around here. I remember, there used to be one in the Kmart. Yes, there used to be one inside the Kmart. Yes, I think, or something like yes. that. Back when I was in college, uh, yeah, we were in we were in Dublin, and the second time through, and we took a train that just took us out maybe ten minutes outside of Dublin into a little small, like boating town. Mm. I wish I was a little more maybe, prepared. To was tell- it south? Do you know, or it know, was north uh, or south? I don't know. Okay, I'm thinking Dunleary is a maybe. Because that's a seaport where yeah. you get you get the ferry there to go to England. Yes, there was a ferry there okay. for sure. Okay, so that's probably, that's probably and it was like one little yeah. strip, and we just went to you know, and it, you could tell it was like small town mm-hmm. feel, and that's the only place I ever had fish and chips there, and it was okay. out of this world. It was great, you know. Um, but the second time around, like you said, we found the you know the more I guess you call them gourmet, but. More stuff like if you go to a better a, cuisine. If you go to yeah. a city, you want the variety. Right. You don't just it, want the it's pubs. It's not just and, pub food, right? Yeah. And getting, yeah. You know all that stuff, but not that it's not good. But no, no. I feel like a lot of Irish food is uh, kind of the same. Mm. But I mean, every ethnic group is like that. You know, I was just you go to a Mexican restaurant. It's all this. You go to an Italian restaurant. It's all the same. Yeah. You know that, that's true. But I mean, like I said, the 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 influ- influence of the European Union. Now you've got these melding of different cultures because they can travel so freely. It's not like us traveling in the states. Right. It's the same thing. They just there's a lot of more lot more non Irish people that live in Ireland because of the right. EU. Now I'm not Irish. I don't think an ounce. Um, I'll forget. There, you. it's fucking on the record. I, guess I can't get in. Now. <laughs> I should have just lied. <laughs> uh, we were talking about you know the. The Irish Heritage Society mm-hmm. and your memberships, and you're always looking for memberships. So you know the floor is yours. Um, as far as you know, you're always looking for members. Uh, what the requirements are, what the dues are, and what you guys offer. Well, you know, I I'm speaking from somebody who's been there from day one. Uh, it's a tremendous club, as far as I'm concerned. We've you know one of the few organizations uh, that are really growing as opposed to uh, dying, you know, and our, our membership continues to grow. Um, we've gone from, you know, starting out with like 80 people to now we have like 1,200 people in, wow. in membership. And um, the, you, the requirement is that you have to have some some Irish heritage. Um, and it could be your wife. I'll find it somewhere. I mean, so if you could, you could, it could be your spouse that, yeah. that's the Irish, so you could have a family membership. Um, but one one of the spouses has to have some Irish heritage, and we're not very um, uh, examining about it. But we obviously ask you to state what county your family's from. Um, if you don't have a Irish surname like McCabe or Murphy, you know, okay, what's what's your family name? Irish family name, um, and we we don't we don't double check, but we we do ask that you be serious enough to know that kind of stuff about right. your Irish heritage. Um, and uh, the dues, there, well, there's an uh, initiation fee uh, that runs, depending on the membership, it runs from 40 to $70. And then the dues run 40 to $70 a year, depends. So so uh, uh, the most is a, a family membership, which is the $70, 70 yeah. a year, okay. um, whereas a single is a, a $40 a year. Um, and it, well, obviously we have a bar. 
that's open Thursday through Sunday. Um, we have a f- wide variety of uh, programming, cultural, uh, kids. Uh, we have a golf tournament. We have a theater company. Um, we have poetry readings. We, and, of course, we have entertainment on the weekends. And, of course, this is one of our best time of year. Obviously, we also sponsor the Irish Festival in September. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we just have a. Uh, it's it's something, and and I think if you ask a, a member, an active member, um, you know, it's really you know to me, it's my second home. It's it's a place where I feel most comfortable outside of my house. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's you know place where everybody knows your name. Yeah. And not to be cliche, but um, you know, the bartenders are all members. Uh, the bartenders are all volunteers. Right. They work on tips only. Yeah. And uh, so they're you know. You, you know they'll they'll sit there and then then when their shift's over they'll come on the other side, you know and they're they're your friends. Yeah, uh, it's really uh, the the camaraderie in the in the club is second to none as far as I I can see in, in Milford anyway. Um, and and we're I think we're a very welcoming group. So somebody that comes in new, I tell a lot of single women, I said you can feel comfortable coming in here by yourself. You know everybody will be welcoming to you. Nobody's going to be hassling you. Um, you know, so uh, it's you know, I, I, I guess I can't say enough about the place. Uh, not like um, Stonebridge, um, not like Stonebridge. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Well, so, so, no, we're Stone, good there. Stone, yeah, it's a different. That's a different sphere. That's all. You know, it's funny. We have like there's incidents at Stonebridge where like I'll be working under the big tent, and Camp will be working his bar usually on a Sunday. That's when we're not working together. And me and him have developed this almost like sixth sense or you know where i know a guy's a creep and i and i see the guy walking over there and i'll just look at camp from across the foyer and i'll just be like and he's like i'm on it you know and like you know 20 minutes later the guy's getting escorted out because they're just there's a lot of creeps out there man yeah, we're we're very tight. I mean, we had when we first. No, opened, I'm not saying there's any there. I'm just. No, no, we yeah. we actually. I mean, when we first opened, you know, we we had our share of discipline that we had to deal out yeah, because course, we yeah. we wanted to establish that we were a. Although we had a bar, we're not just a bar. We're right. a, we're a club. Your we're club. a private club. Yeah. And so it's a privilege to be there. You you have to be a member to be there, and you have to behave. Right. Um. And so yeah, we we. Uh, Especially when I was president, for some reason, I wound up having to have a lot of discipline. We actually had to throw somebody out. Really? Um, yeah. Like out of their membership? Yeah. Like yeah. we terminated their membership. Mm-hmm. That's how bad this yeah. fellow was. But, um, yeah, it was – It's uh, it, you know, you don't want to do that. I'm going to write a couple names down. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll ask you after the show if I got it right. Yeah, we'll talk about it after the show. But uh, <laughs> it's the statute of limitations. Yeah. Still up there, but, um, yeah, so it, it's – and – but um, – Lately, we haven't had to deal out any discipline. People have been good, and I think people understand that there's only so much you're going to get away with, uh, and because we are tight and we are going to take care of each other. Right. Um, so uh, I think people understand that it's not place, not a place to go scam, and it's not a place to go. Um, you know, it's not just simply. You know, obviously our our prices are under market. Um, some you know because we don't have to pay our bartenders. Right. Um, you know so. Um, you know, it's not just a place to get cheap drinks. I mean, right. it's it's a it's a place to really. And you know, there is that little stigma around a lot of clubs, like oh, you know, you go to VFW Hall or you know, not Irish but Italian American club, and everything's so cheap. And that's why a lot of people like to go there. My my mother's an Elks member, you know, and she's yeah. the Elks club, and I go with her, and I'm like, 
I just bought a round of drinks for thirteen dollars. Yeah. Like this is kind of cool, you know. But but I've been to some of these places and like I don't really want it. I don't care how cheap the drink is. Well, it's that, that's, that, that goes to your point. Yeah, like, that goes to our point. And and plus, obviously, like I said, not everybody can join our club. Right. Um. You know, and so it's not just simply a place to go. And of course, we have our people. And we appreciate them, our good customers that come in every weekend and, you know, spend money. Um, I mean, the Irish, are the Irish known for, like, being big drinkers? I mean... No, not really. <laughs> we, we like to... Um, we do have a knitting club. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, of all, of all the, you know, the societies, I don't think they would be the ones that would drink too it's, much. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a total, it's, face, it's fake news. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> As I'm drinking some more proper. Uh, well. Apple? Some more. Let's yeah. have some more. This is pretty good. Ooh. So where do you see the club going? Are you guys expanding? I mean, I know you're expanding membership-wise. I know you love where you're at. You yeah, own, we love you own the at. property, right? We own the property. Yep. Um, and, you know, but we are, I mean, we we would love to have a bigger place. Yeah. Um, but obviously, that's, that's another whole level of work. Um, that I'm not prepared to do. I'm I'm just getting too old. I, I I came up with the first clubhouse. Some some of the younger people come up with the second clubhouse. Do you have a good young crew in there right now? Yeah, we do. And actually, uh, uh, you know, it, to to our credit on the committee, um, and I think a lot of this is because of the Miss Emerald Isles. Um, we have a a, a good uh, crew of young people on on our parade committee. Okay. Oh, um, and so that they're not necess- You don't have to be a member of the club to be on the parade committee. Um, but most are. And, um, it, that helps, that helps with the energy. Um, you know, uh, and it's, it's funny because, you know, we started the IHS in 2006, uh, seven, 17 years ago in April. So, uh, wow. I was, I was in my forties. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't date yourself. Mike. <laughs> I got one, I got one year left of my forties. I'm going to cherish it. Yeah, do do so. Uh, where where was the original before you guys moved into the Old Star Cafe? Well, we bounced around. We were like a, a club without a clubhouse. You guys used to we, do we actually like started C's, right. We Meetings no, we didn't. Or... We we actually had a meeting here at Stonebridge. Yeah. Um, you remember um, the place on on the Post Road? There was Charlie's Potbelly, Pop, and then it was Pop, some. Yep. Yeah, I forget what it's called. Remy's. Yeah. Remy's. 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 Yes. We met there for a while. For a long time, we met at the Orange Ale House. Okay, and um, then for a long time we uh, we met at Daniel Street. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. and we met, and then our last home before our clubhouse was Costa Zura, and um, so we had yeah. So really we, didn't have a, a home ground. No, we didn't. But you know, we it was we we'd have our meetings. This was basically for our meetings. Um, we'd have the meetings on the last Tuesday of the month, and we'd go and basically the deal with the the restaurant was. You know, you give us some free apps, and obviously we're going to bring in 60 to 80 people on a Tuesday night right. um, that you normally wouldn't have. And so they were happy to give us free apps. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so we'd have a little happy hour, and then you have your meeting, and then you could stay and drink uh, after the meeting. And, and uh, you know, it was, a, it was a nice night out. Um, of course, we have to do the same thing now. It's just the, the, the difference at the clubhouse. We don't have a kitchen at our clubhouse. Um uh, so we we invite people they can bring in whatever they want right on meeting nights we provide food like pizza or subs or something like that um, but um, we don't it's not like how uh, big's your board uh, our board is 11 people okay and um, we have Who's a fro- current president our current president Amy Lacey right now the top four uh, officers are all women 
Oh, nice. For the first time. Oh, wow. Yeah. So That's it's, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I, I was on the board for 16 years. This was the first year I was, wasn't on the board. Yeah. But you're in charge of most of this stuff. <laughs> well, well I, I, like I, like Your I said, responsibilities I was, haven't waned. I was trying to get I was trying to get rid of a lot of my responsibilities, and and actually, the one thing that I really enjoy doing is I book the bands for the clubhouse. Yeah. on on the weekends. You enjoy doing that? I, well, I enjoy doing it. Uh, I, I yeah, because well, I, I just hear horror stories about booking bands, but well, I, I I enjoy it. It's actually I like I had to put it on hold until after the holiday now because, as you guys probably know, there's so many bands looking for gigs. Uh, and there's so few places uh, hiring. Like live we don't, music. we don't hire as much as we used to. Yeah. Like it, it just cost cost wise, it wasn't beneficial to us because you know the way our restaurant set up is you know we're a restaurant in the winter, right. you know, and we used to do bands all the time, but the bands couldn't go. We on a, a Saturday night, you know, our last seating is probably eight eight thirty, and but that's another at least an hour. So we don't want the band to go on at least 9, 30, 10. And then by the time the band takes their first break, you know, that, that let's say, over 35, 40 club that's there for that band is heading home, mm-hmm. you know. And so, all right, so now we're now the band's playing their second set. There's eight people there, yeah. you know, and we're just standing around doing nothing. Everyone's getting paid, you know, the band including and the bartenders and the barbacks and the busters and the lights are on and the manager's there. And it's like... So we kind of, you know, we kind of pick and choose our bands at this point, like more like, you know, not necessarily a cover band per se anymore. It just doesn't work for us, you know. It works for well, no. you know the Orange Ale Houses of the World and well, that's know, it. Daniel we, Street when we had it, but we yeah we like I said we don't have a kitchen, we don't have dining per se, so right. we can we can put a band on from eight to eleven, right. Right, and, you're not, not going to interrupt anybody, exactly. Right. Yeah, and and a lot of our people like that, especially a lot of our older people. You know they'll they'll like to come out you know at seven o'clock and be home by ten or eleven. Not not a big deal. Um, and like I said, we I mean the bands out there, you know it's got to be every other day. I get a call from a band looking for a gig. Yeah. Um, and we could we could have bands every weekend. Uh, we just don't have the budget for it. Yeah. That's another thing. You know. <laughs> yeah, because like I said, it, it, you don't. You know, it, it's not always. Uh, it, you know, obviously, the more popular bands bring more people in. We, you know, if, we're, if, if we have a day where we're open to the public, it brings more people in. We try to get a, a good band in there, and that obviously helps the bar. Right. But there's nights where you know the bar till doesn't pay the band. Right. But our philosophy is well, this is this is a service we're providing for the members. I mean, it's right. not just we're not here to make money per se. They've paid and their dues. And you may dues. gain a few members too. Yeah. By having yeah, the public exactly. in there. Yeah. And and, uh, and but there are and and. It, most of the bands I talk to, they really like playing at our place. You know, we've got a nice stage, and the the you know, like I said, we have well behaved people, yeah, and uh, everybody enjoys listening to the music, and um, you know, so we always have lots of you know. I've never heard somebody say I'm never playing there again. Right, right. You know? I've heard that before. Stonebridge. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, we give two free drinks to each musician. So, oh That's yeah, <laughs> that was well. That you know, um, I won't get into the whole dynamic of it. But one of the reasons why Daniel Street doesn't exist anymore is a lot because of the band's demands. You know, um, we were just a you know, literally, it was a great spot. I, I miss it to this day. Oh, that was a great. I spot, wish. Yeah. I wish it wasn't. No offense to Eli's. I wish it was still Daniel Street. Um, I saw some amazing music come through that place. And, but it just got to the point where, you know, if we wanted to bring in a bigger band, 
you know, they wanted hotel rooms. They wanted, you know, green room. They wanted, uh, you know, they're so, you know, they're like artists. They're so particular. Right. And stuff they want and need. And, like, I don't blame ownership for me. Like, I'm fucking done with this shit. Right. This isn't what I signed up for. I just want a nice little local downtown music hall, you know. Yeah. And that's what it was. And it, it sucks that it's gone. But it, I had some fun days there, man. It was a good spot. Yeah, it was a good spot. And and live music is always fun, you know. Like I just got back from Nashville back in October, and you know what a scene there, you know. Like I'm pushing fifty, and I was like dancing like I was twenty two, you know, like just having a great time. And that's what music and alcohol do, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Good music, good music. Yeah. So what? What's your band lines? Uh, so are you open to the public on Parade Day and St. Patty's Day? That's correct. Okay. Yes. So what's your band line lines up? Lineups on, on Parade Day. We have a band called KMAC. Now these are all Irish bands. Yep. Band called KMAC. That's a trio. Uh, they're on from three to six, and then uh, starting at seven thirty, we have the Jolly Beggars. Um, great five guys. Ed Cleary was talking about them. They're really yeah, awesome. They're, yeah, yeah. They're really, really terrific. Um, St. Patrick's Day, we start at noon. We have Bobby Morrill, the famous Bobby Morrill, is on from noon yeah. to two. Oh, nice. And then we have um, a traditional Irish music uh, called um, the Flagstone Irish Band. So it's fiddle and accordion and yeah. uh, in that for the afternoon. And then um, uh, Friday night, uh, starting at 7.30, I believe it is, is a Celtic Kick, which oh. was one of our favorites. I so. think they played at Daniel Street back in the day. Oh, I'm sure they have. Them, yeah. Shillelagh yeah. Law. Oh, Shillelagh Law, yeah. Uh, what's the one that was really big for a while? They used to do our, they used to do our oh, Highland Rovers. Highland Rovers, yeah. 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 This is their last year. Is it? Yeah. The, the, there's a couple of guys that aren't... Uh, Having some medical issues, so, no, no. so this yeah, is they've their, been around a while. Yeah, yeah. Th- they're playing SBC on Parade Day. Yeah, that's one of they have one six, of the last six five, final shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, I hope they hope they uh, feel better. Uh, all right, so we're drinking some of this proper. So, what are some of your favorite Irish libations? Well, I I really enjoy Irish. Of course, I love a Guinness, and I I will boast that um, the the Irish Club has the best Guinness in Milford. Um, what we, makes it better? Um, I the atmosphere? S- no. Um, we sell a lot of it, so, so it's, it's always, always fresh. fresh. Yep. We clean our lines every week, so it's always clean. By law. By law. Well, by <laughs> law. But you know, uh, you know. I know. There are a couple places do. I don't trust. We, we do. And, um, and uh, so the freshness and the cleanliness, and our, obviously our bartenders know how to pour them. Yeah. And we have 20-ounce glasses. Oh, there's uh, nothing. There's nothing sexier than a twenty ounce Guinness. I'm telling you. No, I'm serious. Like no, I love getting that huge glass. It is. It is. It is. Um, you know, and I drink Guinness all over the place, and yeah. um, you know, it's just it's just a tremendous pint. I put it up against any other pint in Milford. There's a couple of places in New Haven might match it, but yeah. uh, uh, and you know, but you know, the Irish know how to pour Guinness. Obviously, you know, I have my it. certificate. Yeah, yeah, okay, oh, yeah. yeah. I have two of them actually. I got it twice. <laughs> I went both times. I went, and then we went to the Gravity Bar upstairs. Upstairs, yeah. get your free one. Oh, get That's your free right. one. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love Guinness. Um, unfortunately, I've become a little uh, susceptible to um, uh, gluten. Oh. So that's why I've kind of drink these things now. Okay, uh, all right. So I don't. I will drink some on St. Patty's Day uh, or the parade after work, mm-hmm. just because I got to. I'll suck up a tummy ache for a couple of days, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I do love Guinness. There's nothing better. Uh, and it's actually like 
it's low in calories. It's like it's, it's almost like a light beer calorie wise. It is. I mean, it's, it's everybody like thinks it's calories. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like it, yeah, it's very very easy on the on the calories. Um, if it's if it's done right, if it's fresh, it's got that creamy consistency, um, and um, you know it's it's there's not much anything like it in terms of beverages. Yeah, it's it kind of it's kind of stands by itself. Yeah, it's it's funny. Like a lot of people drink, especially with the beer surge, you know, in the last mm-hmm. ten fifteen years, you know, you get stouts and you know everything's like you know ten percent. You know, like these breakfast stouts and these. It's like. You know what? No, I just want my Guinness. Nice four and a half percent. Exactly. You know, have six, seven. I, I'm fine. I'm feeling good. You know. Well, you have six, seven, 20 ounces. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like eight, nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> you know, and then you mix in a couple of Jameson shots, and then you're, yeah, you're calling an Uber. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I can't argue. Guinness is uh, probably numero uno uh, as far as beverage. Well, no, I think Jameson's my number one. Not necessarily. For quality of taste, but it's just it's my go-to. Okay. Um, but when you're in Ireland, it's amazing what the prices are for the good stuff. Yeah. And it's very affordable. Where you, you're back in the states and you get like a Middleton or or you know a Green Spot or a Yellow something mm-hmm. like it's so it's not worth the price. No, it it's not. I mean, it's you know um, you have obviously you're paying for the quality. I mean, I don't mind paying forty fifty dollars for a bottle. Of right. fine whiskey, um, I've actually well, you know, you know Damian Cashman, of course, and, he's been on the show. Okay, and he and he, Troy, he and uh, he brought us over um, a Blue Spot because you oh, can't get, you it, here can't get it here. Yeah. yeah, and that was that was two hundred dollars a bottle. Yeah, and that was delicious. But you're not going to drink that every day, obviously. No, you know? no. So, but a nice. I mean, I I'll, I'm always fond of Powers. Which is a powers is, is a so good, they discontinued that in the states for a while. Yeah, they did. Now it's, it's back. back. Yeah, back. Um, Slain Castle is also very good ba- value. You can get that for like thirty bucks a bottle. Yeah, it's very that's good. That's the rectangle bottle, right? Yep, yep, yep. So there are uh, there are some values out there. I mean, I got a little Bushmills up there. I, I noticed the ten year. Yeah, I noticed that. That's a yeah. nice. Feel free to grab it. <laughs> Everything on that wall is yours. I don't. I don't. I don't hold anything back. Uh, well, maybe not everything. No, everything. Everything's good. I don't have anything special. Yeah, I usually drink all the special stuff I get. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm very. If I'm go- traveling or like going on vacation or something, I always. I usually get myself a green spot bottle. Um, we went to Cork and we went to the Middleton Distillery where they make Jameson and all that, and they make green spot there. But they make green spot. It was green spot like made in some kind of special barrel. Okay. You couldn't get over here. Uh-huh. You know, so I, I stupidly posted on Facebook, oh, bringing some not available in the U.S. stuff back. And then my phone's blowing up. Oh, could you get me this? Could you get me that? I'll Venmo you. I'll Venmo you. End up coming home with like 10 bottles from my friends. I'm like, that was stupid. <laughs> but Damien's friend, Troy, they were both on the show. Obviously, they got the rambling in. Right. And Troy literally just flies to Dublin to buy stuff at duty free and flies home. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't tour the city. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't no. even get it. Doesn't leave the airport. Just, just spends probably, you know, five hundred dollars to fly over there and back and then buys probably four thousand dollars worth of whiskey you can't get here. Yeah, I think they you just know? came back. They had a little whiskey tour over there. Yeah, they, and they I know he did something Troy like it was like uh he had like four or five like stupidly expensive bottles. Mm. I think it was like almost three hundred dollars a person but you got like you know you tried them all you know it's kind of yeah. cool you know yeah if I'm gonna try stuff like that it's probably the way I would do it but yeah you know 
I wish they could taste these good. Yeah. So the proper 12 uh, is grown. This apple's fine. Uh, yes. I actually like it. Uh, the regular proper 12 uh, was kind of pushed on me by Ray a little bit, you know. Uh, but it's grown on me. I like it. it. It's hard to go away from something that you just drink all the time. Like oh, Jameson. Yeah. Like yeah. Jameson and Tullamore Dew are pretty much my two go-tos. Yeah, I, I prefer Tully myself. Yeah, I, um, I, I get that a lot. to Jameson. Like Ed Cleary. Oh, my God. Like, he wouldn't even drink a Jameson. Like, he gets upset if I'm like, for Jameson. He's like, no, I need a Tully. I'm like, shut up. I'm he, buying it for you. He calls uh, Jameson the Budweiser. Yeah. Whiskey. <laughs> uh, he gets so upset about it. I'm like, I'll do either. I don't really care. Just, it's it's Irish whiskey. I'm going to chase it with a freaking white claw. So it doesn't really well, matter. Because I can't do the Guinness anymore. But, uh, yeah, there's there's it's amazing how much. I don't know if it's just an awareness to it. And it's always been like that in Ireland. But just like. The last ten years is it something that's been booming as far as how many Irish whiskeys there are? Like, well, the, then they're going through a, a boom, just like we're doing the craft beer boom yeah. here in the states. That they're having a distillery boom over there, where you obviously you can you see that uh, in terms of the dozens of new whiskeys that are coming out all the time. Um, we actually have at the clubhouse we have a literal top shelf of you know some of the finer whiskeys, uh, and they rotate. Because yeah. there's just so many now, and you right. know, Paul Paul does a good job of keeping the inventory uh, yeah. rotating. What's uh, what's one of your most expensive ones there? Um, we're actually putting on a yellow spot, yeah, um, uh, and because it's it's wholesale, so, is it so expensive? Yeah, that that'll be going for fifteen dollars a shot. That's still pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Well, but our normal top shelf it goes for seven dollars. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> So I just got to add an O to my last name, and I'm good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I can sign you. In, yeah. You buy the first round. Now, if you're a member, you allowed to bring guests? That's another question I meant to ask you earlier. Yes. you can. Uh, a member can bring up uh, to four guests at a time. Oh, okay. So if you have a husband and wife, you can bring, you know, you have a party weeks. of 10. Yeah. Oh, nice. You know, so, nice. um, yes, yeah, which works out well when you have something going on or you, you want to invite your friends, non-Irish friends or whatever. Do you allow takeout or delivery there? Yes. You just saw. Yeah, we have. I mean, we have. Uh, we encourage it because obviously we don't have a kitchen, right? So by all means, you know, you can bring your own food. You can have stuff delivered. Um, we have menus up at the bar, so you know, local places. Yeah. Plus, yeah. we have we have Zapati's frozen pizzas. We we cook. Oh, all right, that's yeah. the only food we have. Oh, nice. So, but we have Zapati's, uh, which is hey, you know, good for, That's a good thing to have. Well, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. if you're hungry, it's a yeah. good thing to nosh on. And uh, but otherwise, yeah, you're free to. Have you guys yeah. talked about building out a kitchen or just making not it next really? Move? Um, it's yeah. I mean, you probably know it used to be a restaurant, mm-hmm. um, and but the expense of with with putting in a grease trap oh, and that, all the venting now, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just on on. So just, that's just the capital expense. On top of which, we said if we had a kitchen. Then you'd have to hire people because you got to have people in place that know what they're doing, mm-hmm. not just volunteers. Right. Um, and you got to have somebody that's running the kitchen, yeah. and so you're paying them. So that's another. We said well, that's another whole level from where we are. Dues would have to go up. Obviously, then you got a menu. You got to worry about hiring, firing people. Now we're an employer. 
you know yeah. so it's another whole level that we just haven't gotten into at this point and yeah i think i think people are satisfied with it everybody once in a while is like oh yeah well how come you don't have a kitchen and you know and when I explained to him, well, you know, if we had a kitchen, we probably wouldn't have $4 pints. Do you have, like, so. a, yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> They're now eight. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have, like, arrangements with, like, Hair of the Dog or Dockside or just you kind of have their menus there? We kind of have our menu. We don't have a specific relationship with, with them, but we obviously encourage it. Yeah. Um, you know, by all means, you can go or even uh, go across the street, pick yep. up stuff from Hair of the Dog or go down to Dockside, pick up stuff on Gog or whatever. Have have pizza delivered. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's. We, we we don't have a problem with that at all. And actually, we'll give you plates and we'll give you paper plates and yeah. stuff. Yeah, right. Oh, you got yeah, all the yeah, stuff there, yeah. yeah. I uh, Another reason why I was hesitant to join, I told you because I live across town, but then I realized that you guys are only open Thursday to Sunday for someone like me. Those are the four shifts I work a week. That's right. my work week. Yeah. Um, do you guys think about uh, maybe going a couple more days or full time, or just it's logistically? No, I, I think we're satisfied the way we are because yeah. obviously what we do is um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are really when our our committees meet, when we have classes and programs. So the bar is not open, but the clubhouse is open. Gotcha. We have dance classes, like we said, we have we have a knitting club. You know, oh, you were uh, joking about that. No, we do have a dance oh, club. Okay. They meet every Wednesday. Yeah, and so that's so that's kind of the when we have our our club programming, right? Um, as opposed to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, when the bar is open, so you can't. It's hard to have a meeting and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, sure. so yeah. Um, so I think we're satisfied where we are right now. All right, good, good. I uh, I've been there before. It's been a while, but uh, no, I, I had a great time. Uh, I don't know if he's still a member, but Bernie Martin, is he still on the membership? Not familiar with him. But no, there's 1,200 of us. So, come on. Well, he would be a he would be a, he'd be a regular at the bar, though. Yeah. So I don't think he's I don't like he lives right up the street on Nagatuck. Okay. And uh, I remember he became a member maybe like six seven years ago. He must have he got a job at Sikorsky, so maybe he stopped doing it. I don't know, but uh, he was the one that got me in. And Jane at the time. Uh, Jane Jane McSally yes was she's still around yeah, yeah but I think she was the membership person at the she time she was membership chair for a while then she yeah. was treasurer for a while yeah, yeah 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 and she was like here's an application wink wink we'll get you in. <laughs> but no I you know if I look back in my I'm sure like I'm of major English descent but there's got to be some Irish in there I don't know it's, I'll do I'll do a tw- I'll do a 23 and me and I'll show you my my results. Oh, we don't take DNA. We no, don't, you don't. Uh, we had one guy come in with his DNA. And we're sorry. We're like sorry. <laughs> You're just too weird for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, why would that be weird? I have you ever heard some crazy stories from DNA? Not really. No. So I have a, I'm not going to name his name, but this is, we'll finish on this little story. So I have a good friend. He lives down in Virginia. And a couple of years ago, I was driving home from Florida. I always visit the same crew every year down in like the D.C. area. So before my other friends met me, he meets me at the hotel, and we're just shooting the shit, having a beer. And uh, he's like, "Yo, I got a, I got a story to tell you, but you know, don't, you know, don't say anything." I said, "Sure, you know, now I can say stuff, but just won't mention his name." So he got twenty three of me for Christmas from his girlfriend or something, and he sat on it for a long time. So one day he's just sitting at home. He says, ah, fuck it. Does it, sends it in, thinks nothing of it. Now, six months go by. He gets an email, this random email that he probably never would have opened. He just decided, ah, whatever, what does this say? And it's some guy who lives out in Denver. And he's like, hey, uh, I think we had a match on 23andMe. Uh, you're either my cousin or my brother. 
So my buddy's like, fucking ignores it. He's like, whatever, dude. Scam, right? So a couple more months roll by, gets another email. Same guy. He's like, hey, listen, you know, I know you probably think this is a scam or whatnot. I'm not looking for anything, but I want to figure out what our relationship is. And he's like, responds to him. And the guy writes back. He goes, from everything that I'm reading, we're brothers. Wow. Uh, we share the same father. And he's like, I don't believe it. So he calls his father. And he's like, you know, Dad, this is what's going on. Dad fucking blows it off. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Another month goes by. Calls him. They start communicating with each other again. And uh, he's like, dude, we're, we're like, we're fucking brothers. So he calls his dad back. He's like, Dad, this guy is like fucking harassing me over this shit. Dad starts bawling his eyes out. Oh, he's like, his dad was a military dad, was on some base. And, uh, you know, people do stupid things and had a child and didn't know it, though. Like, it was, it was news to him. Okay. But when he figured out the mother's name, the guy's mother's name, he knew that he knew her from wherever it he was, was based at. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. He's like, you got to tell mom. So that's that whole side story all got not vindicated, but all got taken care of, you know, family, familiar wise. And he's like, I'm going out to visit him next week. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. So he goes out to Denver and visits the guy and comes home and he calls me up. I'm like, how was it? Like, what happened? He's like, dude, it was so weird. He's like, we had, we didn't really look alike, but we had all the same like mannerisms, how he laughed, how he, you know, I'm like, oh, like the movie Twins when Arnold Schwarzenegger and Dave DeVito like did the same thing in the bathroom. He's like, you're such a dick. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, that's pretty fucking cool. He's like, and he was like the nicest guy. And now we're going to start a relationship. And, you know, he's my brother, you know, like, wow. He's like, if I'd never taken that test, if I've never, if I never got it as a gift, mm-hmm. like I never would have fucking known. He wouldn't have known to find me. Right. I'm like, well, good. I'm never taking that test. <laughs> <laughs> But the world works in such mysterious ways, and uh, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. So uh, I know not to bring a DNA test to you because you'll think I'm weird. <laughs> uh, it's not how you get into the IHS, That's apparently. You, <laughs> you got to get in the old-fashioned way. Uh, oh, uh, quick update. Uh, well, not update, but uh, so last year there was an incident at the parade. Yes. Pretty much everyone knows about. Yes. There was an accident. Um, one, uh, how's he doing? He's doing fine as far as from what I know. He's finished his physical therapy. He's getting back into his uh, uh, sports, spring sports. Oh, good, good. So, um, yeah, but it, it was a long haul for him. Yeah, unfortunately, there was a good GoFundMe page for him. Uh, freak accident, yes. uh, but you do have more rules in place for yes. this year's parade to prevent something. Similar. Yes, we're, we're we're very good. One of the biggest rules is that um, we're not allow, allowed we're not allowing candy to be thrown from vehicles. Uh, which was one of the problems there is that candy gets kids, thrown, kids running and it gets goes in the street, and that from what I understand, this particular kid was reaching over. He was sitting on a flatbed truck. He was reaching over to pick up a candy on the road, fell off. Oh. And so, you know, there's a lot of reasons how that happened. We're trying to help prevent that. We still have candy at the parade, but you got to just basically – go to the sidelines and give it out as opposed to throwing it from vehicles right. um, to help minimize that danger. And uh, we have we have, we have requiring a lot more adult supervision um, 
especially with kids on floats and stuff like that. Right, so, right. And everyone, to their credit, all the organizations have been pretty good about adhering yeah. to it and making sure that – You don't want that um, to happen again. Yeah, for, we we did, we wanted to get away from let's throw a bunch of kids in the back of a mm-hmm. uh, truck or a back of a flatbed. You know, uh, you know, let's have the kids march. Let's have less vehicles. Um, let's be more of a parade. I mean, that's what people come out to see is, right. you know, uh, not just a bunch of people sitting in the back of a truck. Right. Um, so we've, we've tried to do that this year, and I think for the most part people have responded. And, of course, you know, a lot of our these are repeat people, mm-hmm. and they understand what happened last year. Right. A lot of them are youth organizations, and so obviously they're very mindful of it. So, you know, we, uh, we'll, we'll, we, uh, we're glad that we didn't get a lot of pushback with the new rules. Right. Um, and hopefully we'll have a safer parade this year. Good, good. Yeah, I remember when we were kids, like, that's not, it was, everything was thrown at us. We were yeah. like, running in different directions. Well, like, it's a bit of a free-for-all. And, of yeah. course, last year, I never ran a parade before, you know. Yeah. So um, I never worked with Marty. And, you know, so I didn't, you know, putting on a parade, that was brand new to me. And I was just basically, let's get something on the street. That's what I was going to be happy about. So right. I didn't know anything about safety or rules. I mean, we had insurance and all that kind of stuff. Right. But, um, but, you know, now looking back to say, oh, yeah, okay, now now we understand. And now, so this year, we were a little more organized. We were a little more mindful of that. Obviously, we didn't want it to happen again. And, and you know, we, we learned from last year. Yeah. I mean, you don't want that to be your track record. No, no, definitely. <laughs> I talked I talk to the head of the I talked to the head of New Haven Parade. Yeah. I said because when this first happened, I'm like, "Did you ever have something like this happen?" That, you know, they've been around for like 160 right, years or right, something like that. Right. They never had somebody injured in their parade. Yeah, uh, no, it's, the, it's always parade. on the side streets. It's on the sidelines. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, on yeah. the sidelines. But then nothing on the street. That's why I stopped going <laughs> to that parade. I, like you, you just like not be looking for trouble, and you find trouble in that parade. Oh man. Yeah. Well, Mike, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, obviously, tomorrow night's the big decision yes. as far as weather. Yes. Uh, you know, if you want to text me tomorrow night when you make the decision, and I'll get it out to I my uh, people. And I'm on and, Chaz uh, and AJ on Thursday morning. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. They're, on, they're live. They're live on Twitch, I believe. Oh, yeah? That's what this was bombing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it'll hopefully be on YouTube. If I could figure it out again, I'm a one man show here. You know, <laughs> I got a lot of people that help me, but not like during the show. You know? uh, so the parade is scheduled to go so far. We'll find out more tomorrow. The weather yes. looks a little iffy, but the temperature should be fine. It's more about yeah, snow it's, than it's rain. It's really, yeah. I mean, it, it, and it says morning from what I'm reading. So hopefully it clears up by 11 and we're good to go. If it's raining in 40, we're going to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, but that's fine. It's a fine. Yeah. It rains in Ireland, so it doesn't, right. you know, we're all every we're all, fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> so we're used to it. So, but you know, if it's worse than that, we'll we'll uh, make the decision tomorrow. Excellent, excellent. Well, I look forward to it. Again, this will be my uh, outside of the two we missed. Well, we really only missed one at Stonebridge. That's right. That COVID you still year, had a party. Uh, I did, yeah, we still had a party. <laughs> Dude, there was like guys across the street taking pictures, sending like Channel Eight and shit. Like we were like the super spreader. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, but yet yeah, we're back. The thirty first uh, won't be annual, I guess, because COVID messed that all up. But the thirty first parade uh, in Milford and Linda Hardiman is the. Uh, Grand Marshal. Grand Marshal yes. of the parade. And what was the girl's name? Again? Alana Finlayson. Alana Finlayson. I know a lot of Finlaysons. Like yes. Eddie and yes. Kathy's, Kathy's daughter. Kathy's daughter. Oh, yeah. excellent. Yeah. Uh, so good luck to her and good luck to you on your second. Thank and, you. And uh, I'm sure it'll be smooth and nice uh, going. And then uh, we'll all enjoy some Guinness and uh, That's right. Tully afterwards. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again, buddy. Good luck this week. All right. And, Thanks uh, for having I'll me. I'll see you soon. Take care.